Elidia, I just wanted to answer what you asked about what do you do if you're going to a party or a gathering or a barbecue or something. Um, I have tried um, sort of vegan food and vegetarian and I love it um, and I'd quite like to do more of it. Um, but like you, um, sometimes it is best to take stuff with you. Um, and generally in order to keep um, sort of routines going and fitness things going, I think you just have to weave it into your day. So if I'm on the road, uh, being the designer that I am, I'll often take food with me because I don't know where I'm going to get it. And sometimes I'm in places where there are just no shops around if I'm sort of in some far-flung corner. Um, so you don't know what you're going to get. So I kind of tend to take stuff with me, make sure I keep my fluids up. But again, I think it's routine. I think it's just getting um, everything down that you do every single day and making it, just weaving it into your day. And that's how you create the routine and hopefully you can stick to your goals in the end. Um, that's what's worked for me at any rate. Thanks so much, bye. Alida makes a very good point here. Um, it is about habit. And actually I've been thinking a lot about habits of late, apart from my anchor habit, which I think is, is well known. Um, I think we're all just trying to sort of, you know, in some ways make habits for the good for us all. Um, and whether it's not spending so much money or having some kind of fitness regime or anything, um, getting more sleep, um, or whatever, it, or whatever it could be. And I have noticed something about myself. If I'm really concentrating on a particular area of my life, I find it quite difficult to keep going with another area of my life. There's probably a name for this type of thing, so if anybody knows what the name of this particular affliction is. Um, as an example, I'm generally a quite a fit and healthy person, and, well, healthy, I mean, pretty much healthy, I'm touch wood, I am hardly ever ill, and I eat well, I look after myself, etc, etc, etc. But sometimes when I'm looking at being ultra healthy, it can only last for a particular time because either my work takes me away, uh, which is generally what it is because nothing else takes me away, or I just get sidetracked by something else. It's not because I don't want to do it, it's just something else comes up which is more important that I have to concentrate on. So therefore perhaps the trick is, or the problem with me is, I find it very difficult to concentrate at the same pace, all at the same time. I wonder what that's called and what I can do about it. Answers on a postcard folks, thanks. Hey Austin, it's Belinda. Um, long time no speak. Well, seems a long time anyway. Uh, just listening to your gym rant, as you called it. Um, I'd probably, I'd, I would agree with you. I think, to a degree, I think there's everything in moderation as far as diet and exercise and everything else. But your body tells you what it needs, what it wants, whether it's how much water you drink or what muscles to exercise. You can feel it. You know what to do. Um, you certainly don't need to have you know personal trainers they're only good if you just really can't be bothered to go and do stuff um, but again they cost and if you don't want to pay for that or can't afford it or don't think it's worth it then don't it just takes discipline bit of routine isn't it that's how it goes let me know how you get on um, I think if you stick to it um, you'll get there you'll get where you want to get I haven't been back to a gym in years don't need it do your own thing stay cool I'd also just like to add to this, thinking about it, because I use the word discipline, and I wonder whether that is quite frightening to an awful lot of people. And I'm wondering whether I should actually change the word discipline for effort. Someone said to me fairly recently, why is it that your apartment is always 
tidy? And do you really live like this? And I said, well, I don't like clutter, but I put things away. They said, what do you mean? And I said, well, I you know, may take off some shoes when I come in, but I'll put them away. I'll take off my earrings, I'll put them away. You know, the, you know, when I've got the bed linen sort of sorted out or the, you know, the laundry sorted out, I'll put it away. I don't leave things about. And that's how you do it. And the other, of course, important thing is not having so much stuff. But I think it's about effort. And with fitness and health, I think it's the same thing. We all just need to think a little bit more, maybe. Um, maybe the investment needs to go into us rather than everything else, if you know what I mean. Anyway, those are my thoughts for the moment. And as if by magic, the lovely Josh there is talking about, in his case, a start-up. But what a great idea. Folding laundry. This is what I mean. This is about clutter. It's about effort. It's about making things clean and clear. And maybe that's it. Maybe that's, maybe that's what it needs. Maybe businesses need to be made out of what people can't do. But then, maybe they have already been made. That's why we have personal trainers. In which case, we've come full circle. Hmm. Good morning, my little anchor buddies. It is now ten to nine in West London and it's quite cloudy out there. It's still bright but quite cloudy so it has freshened up considerably. I'm pleased and Lulu is pleased, aren't you Lulu? Lulu goes back tonight, thank God, and I can then get on with my life. Normal service will be resumed. But let's get on with the day. We have a multitude of things to deal with such as invoices, joinery, flooring, and yet more spreadsheets. And I think that deserves a get up and go type of a song. Good afternoon, my little anchor buddies and designers. It is now quarter past four in a very cloudy day here in London. We've actually had some rain. Yes, it's been raining from the heavens. It was only a light smattering of rain, uh, but it was enough to get Lulu excited. Um, and I was quite incredulous that we, because we haven't had any rain for such a long time. But it is very cloudy and I've got a feeling we've got more to come overnight. I've had a very, very full-on day. I've been glued to my desk and it has been non-stop. I've had calls in, calls out, masses of emails going in and out, masses of calls. And I'm not quite exhausted, but it's still not over yet. Lots of discussions about flooring, lots of discussing about tiles and quantities, what works, what doesn't, what's going here, what's going there. Clients deliberating with themselves over whether they are having and making the right decisions. All in all, it's been very, very busy, but I quite like it that way. Belinda, yesterday you were uh, making a point about, a question about being able to concentrate on more than one important thing at the same time. I'm not sure, I was listening in the car, so I'm not sure I got the, the main point, but what I thought of is that there's an illusion of multitasking where people think there's magic in being able to do things, many things at once, but there's actually greater magic, definitely greater finishing skills. If you are able to simply do the one thing, move forward, and do the next thing. Um, it's We generally, all your listeners, I would say, generally try to spend too many continuous hours juggling too many things at the same time, and you're going to lose out doing that. The illusion is multitasking. It normally doesn't deliver. 
And of course, Bernie is absolutely right here. Um, perhaps it is the whole illusion. I know that during my job, I just spend my entire time jumping from one project to the other. And that's part of my job. It's part of, I'm, you know, I'm working along three different projects at the same time and I've got you know more coming up and they're all at different stages and so you have to speak to a whole variety of different people about a whole different variety of projects therefore you're dealing with architects on some bits then you're dealing with builders who are about to go in you're dealing with suppliers when things are already um, sorted at the house and you're just but you're just ordering stuff in and then you're dealing with clients and where they are and following up payments and everything else so you're having to jump from one thing to the other I have um, friends who are like PAs, uh, personal assistants and secretaries, and they do very much the same thing, sort of jumping in and out of things. They're doing diary stuff and then they're organizing meetings and then they're organizing papers and printing and everything else. And you have to be able to jump between it. I think we've all got this stereotypical view that men can't multitask and women can. And I would say categorically that I would think that that's an untrue and unfair statement i think it's really to do with brain power i think it's to do with whether you get interrupted or not because i'm sure like the rest of you you're carrying on quite normally you think everything is fine you're in that zone you're getting stuff done you're crossing stuff off your list more on that in a moment um and then actually as you sort of go along um and cross stuff off that said list all it takes is for one phone call to come in one person to interrupt you and you're back at square one and it takes you a while to get back into it which is why i am a big list builder i write lots of things down on lists and my brain doesn't have to remember it it means that everything is jogged i can see what was at the top of the list and how long it's taking me to get through the list what i'm putting off why i'm putting it off and so on and so forth so my two pennies is i agree with bernie i think it is an illusion uh, perhaps it's not really about um, about multitasking at all. It's just getting your stuff organised, getting it done, if at all possible. So tomorrow, my little anchor buddies and designers, um, I'm going to take you into the property that I'm about to rip out and refurbish. Um, so hopefully I'll be able to give you the sights and sounds of the London project, the Fulham project as I'm going to call it. Obviously not whilst I'm talking to the client because that would really freak them out and they'd probably think they were on sort of candid camera or something like that. Um, so I don't want to scare them, not just yet at any rate. So we will be knocking on that door and we'll be going in and ripping stuff out. It's going to be quite entertaining, fast paced and busy, busy little bees. So I should be up bright and early tomorrow, on site early with the decorators and builders to start the stripping out. How exciting. Um, which means I should be getting a very early tube. And when you get a very early tube, you get the underground very early, you actually go in with all the decorators, which is really funny. So they're all sitting there drinking their energy drinks and with all their toolkits at their um, at their feet and they're all half asleep. Um, reading the newspaper, trying to eat a donut, which is obviously their staple diet. Highly amusing. And then there's me. Um, so it is quite an entertaining view, I can assure you. I'll see if I can take some photographs if I do see any, um, if I do see any of these guys. Mostly what the builders will be doing tomorrow will be taking out the false stud walls between the bathrooms, um, or rather the fake bathrooms, the fake walls that we've got going on at the minute. Um, I wish I could kind of show you, do you just have to imagine there's two bathrooms and in the middle of it is a random um, sort of shallow closet and then there's a larger, vaguely, slightly larger um, walk-in sort of shelf closet. Both of those are going and they're going to be um, consolidated into the new bathrooms. So they'll be taking out, shall we say, some boards and vaguely a little bit of brickwork but nothing drastic. Um, most of this stuff won't be to do with bricks, it's really just to do with boards, plasterboard 
um, which is a very sort of cheap economical way of putting a partition up for those of you that don't know. Funnily enough, over here in the UK, um, lots of people in the rural communities over here have trouble getting fast broadband. Um, it's one of the things I notice when I go and see friends down in the deepest, darkest country, that um, when I come back to civilization, um, also known as London, um, exactly how fast things are in London and how I've got used to it, obviously, being here all my life. So from my point of view, um, I think it's all good that everybody gets fast connection, um, especially for those people that actually live out in these rural communities.